Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Joff Lacey. I'm hanging out poolside. And I'm jumping in with a splash in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. With goggles and floaties in hand, we've come to Petersfield's open-air swimming pool for their pre-season meet-and-greet event. With lots of excitement for the swimming season ahead, we'll speak to pool trustee Linda Knutson, general manager Tom Callingham, and find out about swimming lessons and more from Lynn Helliwell. As usual, John Walker from the Petersfield Post has your Petersfield news, and Susie visits Butzer Ancient Farm. We end the Peapod with a new song from local musician Joe Johnson and his song, Far From You. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The Peapod. Hello, Claire. How are you? Loving the bikini? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been working on it, Joff. <laughs> Yours too, by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> visited the uh, salon this week to make sure I was uh, body beautiful. <laughs> It's done its job. <laughs> you know, the sun's out, you know. <laughs> I'm getting the rays on my uh, body. It's really warm. It I is. think it's the warmest I've felt all year. <laughs> well, you, you mocked me when I turned up in my shorts and my Speedos. I did. and Because I'm going to dump jump in. And I'm, I've, I think I've won here. Yeah? yeah, I'm really starting to get quite hot in my woolly jumper. <laughs> It is a gorgeous morning. We're at the Petersfield Open Air Pool for their meet and greet. And, um, God, what a lovely way to start the day. Yes, we came here last year and it was bitterly cold, wasn't it? It was. I remember that day vividly because you went to Waitrose and dropped a jar of honey yeah, about my half hands, an hour after we finished. My hands, <laughs> my hands were so cold. I'd lost all feeling and, um, yeah, that... that jar of honey found its way onto the floor pretty quickly. But today, not so. Not no, so. There's a lot of people here. It's um, looking great. You're going to hear... A lot of hubbub, I've always wanted to say that word, a lot of hubbub in the background because there's a number of people here uh, for, the, for, the, for the meet and greet. And do you think you'll use a pool this, this year, Joff? Potentially. And I think I said that last year, and I didn't. <laughs> but did you? Because you're more of a swimmer than me. I'm more of a beached whale. <laughs> I, love, I love swimming. Uh, I, we didn't make it here last year, but that was... Not for the lack of trying. There was a booking system yep. because they had to keep an eye on, on numbers and we just didn't make it. We just didn't get it through to, to booking. But I'm really hoping this year, particularly those, I love those early morning swims. Come in at, you know, 6, 6.30 and it's a beautiful day and you just, oh, there's nothing quite like it. Well, as I live only three minutes away, perhaps we should meet up for an early morning swim and you can show me how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do that? Yes. <laughs> I'm saying it now. All right. I would get up and try and do 20 lengths of the pool. But as long as St John's Ambulance are on standby. <laughs> You're on. Let's do that. I know the season doesn't start until the end of this month, uh, but tickets are available to buy now, Joff. So maybe, right. maybe once we finish, we should buy a ticket. Maybe. Oh, dear. He's looking a bit worried now. <laughs> yeah, I, I love swimming. I mean, I grew up swimming and... Um, used to do lessons before lessons were really popular for kids my sister and I used to swim twice a week and then I swam when I lived in America did a lot of did training you, did there. you live in America I did live in Glenn? America didn't know that and I did a lot of training at an open open air pool um it was lovely yeah it's it's fantastic I say I've been coming here first came here 30 probably 38 40 years ago um and it just looks 
It looks stunning. They've done a really good job on it. And uh, yeah, can't wait. We were having a chat with a gentleman who walked by a bit earlier, Alistair, and he mentioned he learnt to swim here 50 years ago. Yeah, and I think, I think it's... Um, I think a lot of children in the Petersphere do learn to swim at this wonderful pool. Yeah, and have fond memories of it. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. I've got some, I think. So, Claire, how's your week been? It's, it's been not too bad. We've been... Oh, gosh. Just couldn't wait for the Easter holidays to start, really. Right. Just really... Probably should have started a week before they did for us. We were all mm. really tired. The kids were shattered. But we did go to the TPS studio twice since I've last seen you. Right. We went to see the TPS music ensembles evening. So that was a selection of different music groups from the pupils at the school, which was really fantastic. A lot of people, you know, in choirs, brass bands, string orchestra, things like that. Great to see them be able to, to go back and, and do that again. And then there was a big band night. The Sid Lawrence, Sid Lawrence. Orchestra. Oh, I remember Sean telling us about Sid Lawrence. Yeah. The only Sid Lawrence I know used to play cricket for Pitt England, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe not the same person. You <laughs> no. play the trombone as well. They were incredible. It was packed. Again, was it? it was really packed at the studio. And, uh, but what a night. Brilliant, brilliant fun. We just all really had a great time. And actually, they did um, manage to, to bring some of the music students from TPS on stage as well to play with them, which was a really fantastic experience for the pupils, I think, to get that feeling of playing with a big band. Nice. Um, great, great fun. So, yeah, a couple of good, good things to go and see. You, how's your week been? Well, it's... Uh it's the treadmill of life as I wind my way towards my 50th in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, of course. Yes. How are you feeling? Um, not too bad. I think, it, I think it's going to get worse as it gets nearer. But hey, it's only a number. It is, Geoff. Don't get too worried about <laughs> it. It'll be fine. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Well, as you know, we love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please get in touch. We're on 01730 for a call or a WhatsApp, or you can email team at shineradio.uk. And if you'd like to volunteer with Shine Radio, do get in touch as well. Coming up, Linda Knutson shares all that's new at the open air pool this year as they prepare for the upcoming season. First, here's Joff with John Walker and the latest local news. Hello, John. How are you? Very well, mate. It's a lovely day. We're sat outside the townhouse and other pubs are available, having a nice pint. Let's start this week with the barriers are still there. John, week nine, I am going to keep you updated until it's done. Well, we'll still be talking about it at Christmas then, Joff. That's the barriers by the swimming pool off to away, I believe you're talking about. That's the one. That's the one. So, John, what's landed on your desk this week? Well, I had a few bills <laughs> as I'm home working. Uh, no, it's, um, I'll just mention if anyone's, anybody wants to donate to my energy bill, <laughs> so I'm, I'm quite happy to accept that sort of money. Yeah, there's been a few things going on. The uh, tree outside the museum was um, replaced by Petersfield Mayor, uh, Mr Shaw, and uh, donated by a former mayor's wife, Iris Holt. She paid for it to be put back there, or a new tree to be put there. And let's hope that it uh, survives and flourishes. The uh, East Hampshire District Council's move from Penn's Place to the old Money Barn building in uh, Bedford Road is in full swing. They're hoping to be there in September. And that's after the building's going to be fully revamped. £200,000 they're spending on new uh, solar panels and green initiatives. Make it the greenest council building in Petersfield. (laughs) 
<laughs> until, of course, the town council spend their £13 million on the town hall and then they'll be entering a green race. Yeah, so that that's all, all going ahead. Um, it's going to be part of what they're calling a hub-and-spoke operation. Obviously, the hub will be in Bedford Road at the Money Barn building and then the spokes will be uh, leading you to little offices in towns throughout the district. I think when they say towns throughout the dri- district, they probably mean... Horndean, Alton, Borden. There may be one in Petersfield Town Centre, I don't know. But they're trying to bring democracy back to the people. But uh, when I asked about the uh, licence application for the new lounges bar in uh, Rams Walk, there was hundreds of people uh, opposed that. And um, an hour into the meeting, they decided they were going to award it anyway. And I spoke to the council about that and they said, effectively, there's nothing we can do. We're bound by national guidelines, which I then said, doesn't that make it a bit pointless asking everybody what they want? If you can't, (laughs) you know I mean? Why don't you just not bother and get on and do it anyway? Which they replied, everybody has the right to be heard. And, And we do have the right to be heard, but apparently not the right to be listened to. So that's bringing democracy back to the people, or is it? And sticking with politics, John, I believe you've been hobnobbing with with uh, our MP. Oh, uh, Damo Hines. <laughs> First name terms, eh? Oh, yeah, we're, we're just like close as you like being Damo. <laughs> it's quite interesting. He's bright blue and I'm bright another colour, <laughs> whichever that may be. You're wearing a dashing bright pink today, John. Yes, so anyway, yeah, I had a, a chat with um, Mr Hines earlier this week in this very beer garden that we're sitting in. And there's no doubt he's a nice guy. He's uh, very pleasant, he's good company. Uh, if you had him as a neighbour, I think you'd be very, very happy. We were discussing his role in the government in terms of how we're getting on with Russia at the moment. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it's, he was not... Uh, it's very hard for him to say yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like most politicians, they they qualify their answers. But the general feeling I got was that Russia are playing naughty boys in this country on the you know, online and cyber stuff, and that we're busy trying to stem the tide. Uh, he was not overly forthcoming when I asked him about all these Russian oligarchs and their suspect money <laughs> that have been living in this country. But again, I got the feeling that he agreed. It's probably been a bit of a mistake letting them in in the first place, but he didn't actually come out and say that, of course. So did you try and convert him to the John Walker way of thinking? Uh, no, it's very hard to... Well, yeah, you try, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Same as he tries to convert me to the Damien Hines way of thinking. Um, but we're both sort of died in the wall with our views. He's been a Conservative. I think he was a, a young Conservative... And, um, yeah, so it's... It, I enjoy meeting him. He, as I say, he's a nice bloke and he's always got views. It's just that they happen to be quite different to mine. So, moving on, John. What else will be in the Petersville Post this week? Well, it's nice to see that all the um, annual flower shows, spring flower shows, are making a comeback. And they seem to be coming back with renewed vigour and enthusiasm from the members after two years of not being able to hold them. Um, Hartigan have just had theirs... Well, they had them this this weekend, just gone. Um, Froxfield have had theirs, and um, Lippock have had theirs. And I just think it's great. It's something that's so traditionally English, and 
the format for them is all the same and the judges who judge them are always very keen to praise everybody and it, it's just I just think it's a lovely tradition that we would miss sadly and I, I did miss them when they weren't happening over the lockdown and it's, they're just good and anyway they're all back in full swing and um, there'll be some pictures in the post this week of the ones that I've mentioned next week John is Easter shall we go on an Easter egg hunt uh, my, my Easter Sunday is going to be spent driving up to Catterick and back so I won't be going on any Easter egg hunts at all well, we'll catch up very soon then, John. You have a good week, and I'll see you very soon. Thank you, mate, and you. The Pixel Post is out every Wednesday and costs a round pound. Worth every penny, I'm sure. So do pick one up with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version. Last year, Petersfield's open-air pool opened for the season with a newly refurbished pool. But COVID restrictions played their part, and although the pool was open, it was a challenging season. Head of the Board of Trustees at the open-air pool is Linda Knutson, and she joins us now with high hopes for 2022. Hello, Linda. Hello, can't, believe, can't believe it's been 12 months since we were here last. It's amazing, isn't it? And welcome back to the pool. It's lovely to have you on such a sunny day. Yeah, it's a much better day than we were last year absolutely freezing it was cold so how was 2021 for you it was a season that was reasonably good given the circumstances the start of the season up until mid-july we were very much uh, restricted to the number of people that we could have in the pool at any one time it was only really 25 people and that doesn't give us enough turnover to actually warrant a, a sustainable business but after july when the covid restrictions were lifted we were allowed to go back up to to the the maximum bather load of the pool and it was popular although the weather wasn't fantastic but all in all we we broke even and for us that was a success now this is the first meet and greet here for a number of years, Linda. What does it mean to you and the rest of the people who work at the pool to be able to do this again? Oh, this is fantastic. We're absolutely delighted to welcome everybody here and operate in the way that we remember, you know, up to 2019. Um, The trustees have worked exceptionally hard um, and we've really worked um, to try and and make it the the, the place it is. We understand that it's most dearly loved and part of the community. It really is in the heart of Petersfield and it's so fantastic to be open up again and and to welcome back all the swimmers. It's, It's a great day for us. So last year you had quite a few restrictions. Have they all been lifted now? Yes, exactly. Yes, they have. Uh, as, as the government has said, there's no, there's no need to, to have any, any restrictions in place. But we will be having hand sanitizers around the place and we will encourage people to have a shower before entering the pool and to keep distances really where you can. But the beauty of being in an open air space is that we, we, we're not under any sort of uh, worries necessarily about a close contact with each other or the spread of, of, of any uh, of COVID-19. Now, the pool looks so enticing this morning. It's cold, though. That's the thing. (laughs) It looks nice, but yeah, good point. When does the pool actually open and what hours? It's opening um, at 9am on uh, Saturday, April 30th. um, And so we are getting prepped for that. So although the pool looks beautiful and uh, we still need to do the... the, chemicalization to get it up to, to scratch in terms of water clarity um, and of course the boilers will be switched on in about um, a week's time it takes about two weeks to get it up to up to temperature the first week may be a little bit chilly but certainly by uh, the, the first week of may the bank holiday it will be up to temperature for definite and what can people look forward to this year at the pool 
Well, we're very proud to say that this year is our 60th anniversary. So the pool was opened and created in 1962. And so for, in our 60th year, we plan to have a big celebration. And the event, although it's not completely planned yet, we do know that we're going to have it on uh, Saturday, uh, June the 4th, which is the Jubilee weekend. So we're going to be part of the festivities that are happening in the town for the Jubilee. Um, so we'll be having some sort of birthday event at the pool on that day. Mm. Now you That's had good. a couple of years ago, because I know it was covered on Shine Radio, you had a summer solstice event. Yes. Will that be happening this year? We do plan to do that, yes, oh. and it'll be an evening swim. What's even better is that since the refurbishment of the pool, we have actually installed LED lights underneath the, well, actually halfway down the, the pool. So it will be lit from, from below and that would look magical in the evening. So, yes, we will certainly invite uh, people to come and have a swim up to midnight on the summer solstice. Now, obviously you, you need to raise money throughout the year. Have you got any uh, events lined up to raise money for the pool? Any? Well, there's a number of ways that you can support the pool. Um, at the moment, you can buy a brick, which is um, a scheme where you can come in and get a, uh, a placard with your name on it for £30 or, or donate more if you, if you so choose. And these bricks are lined up on the small walls around the outside of the pool and it's there forever um, as a supporter of the pool. There's also a 200 club, which is like a, a, a lottery type uh, thing where you pay £3 every month for um, a chance to win uh, a sum of money um, and then fundraising events will be, happen will be happening in due course but we haven't necessarily worked out exactly what we're going to be doing um, but yes we, we fundraise in lots of different ways we apply for grants through the national lottery through the local councils um, and then also we, we shake a tin in the high street sometimes so we do an array of different things to fundraise but also by fundraising we're also trying to um, get people to, to understand that the pool is here. Sometimes they miss it, even though it's, it's in a central location. Um, and just to make people aware that we have such a wonderful facility in Petersfield. Now, I think we can glide nicely into two gentlemen who are standing to our right. It's Dave and Chris from the Round Table, who have actually been raising money for the pool. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Now, I believe you did some fundraising for the pool from your fireworks evening is that right that's right so so we um as a round table organization for uh, men between the age of 18 and 45 um and we raise funds for local um charities and organizations and we, we do that primarily through uh the fireworks uh which for a couple of years because of covid we weren't able to hold but last november we we did and had a good turnout the other uh, charitable um or a fundraising thing that we do is the Petersfield Up and Down Cycle Race, which again we ran, uh, is coming up in July. And um, this enables us to um, support um, excellent organisations like this. And the other event we run, of course, is the Sound to Slay, which we ran in December, which was very successful across multiple stops in town. So uh, that's another fun event as well. And you're here today to present Linda and the pool with a cheque that you've raised. Now, how much is the cheque? So the, the cheque for today is for £1,800 and, and I believe that's uh, going to be used to um, buy some benches for the pool, is that right? Yes, that's right. We're going to buy some more picnic benches uh, to match the ones that we currently have and uh, we're going to obviously put a little plaque there to, to know that the, it, the money has been raised by the people of Petersfield through the round table. 
Yeah, we, we thought we've supported yourself in the past uh, over a number of years with different uh, funds to help you with your heating and stuff like that. So we, we always look forward to uh, supporting the uh, outdoor pool. It's such a you know, great community asset, so uh, it's good stuff. And we're very grateful, so thank you very much, Roundtable. Now, I believe, Dave, you've just handed over the reins to Chris as chairman. Is that that's, right? That's right, yes. I, I was the chairman for last year and the previous year. Uh, but this Thursday, I handed over the reins to my uh, vice I was like, he's, he's been my vice for a number of years, so much that I've called him Miami. But um, yeah, no, Chris took over for me on Thursday night, and uh, I, I, Chris has got a number of exciting events coming up over the year, and also trying to expand uh, our membership with uh, Roundtable. So, and if anyone's interested in Roundtable, as Chris has outlined, they can find out more on our Facebook site. Just look, uh, site, type in Pittsfield Roundtable or PRT 299. And there's also our equivalent in town, uh, Lady Circle as well. So just type in Lady Circle in Facebook and you'll find that group as well. Excellent. Well, congratulations, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, as always, lovely to talk to you too, Linda. Thank you very much, Claire. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. Now we're joined by another user of the pool, Maggie. What attracts you to the open air pool? I think what attracts me is the fabulous environment. It's just not being enclosed in a horrible echoey style place. The water's fresh and warm, not hot. And so all in all, it's fantastic. And you're looking forward to the season this year? I am. I've just parted with some money for my season ticket and I'm all ready to go. But I've got to wait a little while, but not long. And how often do you use the pool? I try to get down here twice a week, sometimes three times, sometimes it doesn't happen. But Are you an early morning swimmer or are you later in the day? I have a, I have a timing theory. Right. <laughs> well, we're not going to hear that, I think. No. <laughs> Secrets, that's a but secret, I think. It's not first thing, but it's early. Right. Yeah. And I suppose once you've got that season ticket, that's the incentive to come here, isn't it? Rain uh, or shine. Absolutely. You spent your money, so you're jolly well going to use it but even if I don't use it to the full value I don't mind I like I think it's a fabulous place happy to support it so there we go brilliant well happy swimming season (laughs) thank you very much I look forward to it Susie visits Butzer Ancient Farm for the opening of their Saxon building and in this clip enjoys the food on offer Well, you probably haven't guessed where I am, but Wild Walk is coming from Butzer Ancient Farm. The site's being opened today by Phil Harding. I'm far too scared to talk to him. He's surrounded by a bevy of cameras and so on. Um, But those of you who listen regularly will know that I spoke to Trevor Crichton here about the... and actually went to the Saxon House, the opening, um, was due, I can't remember, a few months on well now the day has arrived it's absolutely freezing so i've got my clothing completely wrong and i really wish i'd worn a thicker coat oh now i know why everyone's been coming in here um i'm just i'm recording this for shine radio and you look splendid so i'm I'm talking to two ladies dressed as saxons and and they've got the most wonderful fire so you know i've been freezing outside so can you tell me that's like a huge griddle hanging over the fire can you tell me 
it's exactly what it is. You see, yeah. it's the Welsh in me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing Welsh cakes today, though. Sorry. <laughs> so tell me what you are cooking. We've got some oat cakes over here. So we've got some cracked oat cakes and we've got some um, rosemary oat cakes. Oh, wow. And here we have some hazelnut patties. <gasps> that sounds wonderful. And if you, if you like Welsh cakes, you're going to love these. Which would you think I'd like best? Do you think the, that those, okay. Are they all the same? They're all the hazelnut, right? Thank you very much. Right, I'm actually going to do this, so you're going to have to forgive me if you're listening. Mmm. Oh, I'm not just saying that. This is absolutely gorgeous. No, they're not going to go around anybody. Oh, I don't blame you. You totally deserve it. Now, tell me about the clothes you're wearing. Do you make them yourselves? I had these made for me, so this is um, a linen dress with tablet weave edging and I have a wool cloak as well that I can wear. I have made mine and mine's all hand sewn. Oh, wow. Ellen is the textiles expert. Oh, there you go. I'm not going to fall on the rest of the food, I'm going to follow because it sounds like something might be happening. But thank you so much. Well, I'm just going into the house now and very, very excited. Uh, but the sleeping quarters would probably be where I'm headed now with candlelight. It's really, really evocative and much, much bigger than the one at the Weald and Downland Museum. So, gammon with honey and mustard. So, how long did it take you to get all this ready? Everybody, it was a bit like an American supper. So, everyone, what, cooked at home and brought it in? Unbelievable. So honey and oat cakes. Um, boiled eggs, hard boiled eggs. Right. Um, hams, yes, I've seen ham. Now there's wild garlic. Oh, fennel and beer bread. Wow. Wild garlic butter. Now they look fantastic. What a lozenge. Something, are they like pasties? They're rather nice. Yeah, no, no, no. Thank you so much. Um, lozenge there's, cheese there's thing. Mm. Ah. It's quite funny. I can see the uh, wild garlic butter vegan version. And Hall Stone, Saxon shortbread. Wonderful. And that's a wonderful saffron dress. Is that sort of... It probably would have been dyed with... So I'm wending my way now back to rain. Um... It's just been lovely. It's very different experience here than the last time I was here. And it really is feeling like a, a proper village now. There's Saxon House, the thatch is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and again, it's one of those places that I came to ages ago. And it's, well, it's a lovely day out. And I'm so happy that they do take dogs. And in fact, I really wish I had brought rain because um, there are a couple of black labs here and Rain would have really enjoyed it and behaved very well. You just feel how close that link with the past is and a book that we've been reading recently, Other Lands, talks about what a tiny, tiny dab of life we are, we humans, um, in the vast panoply of life. And um, so I feel I can reach out and see that same stand of trees and they could be waiting up there who knows you can hear a longer version of susie's visit to butts farm at shineradio.uk
Coming up, we bring you our latest What's On guide and speak to Lynn Helliwell about swimming lessons offered here. Before that, we're joined by the new general manager of the pool, Tom Callingham. Tom is Petersfield born and bred and brings over 15 years' experience in the fitness and leisure industry to his new job here at the pool. And he joins us now. Hi, Tom. Hello. (laughs) Great to talk to you. Thanks for taking the time out of a really busy morning for you, this meet and greet. It's How been does great, it feel it? to be general manager of this beautiful pool? Well, actually, it's, it's, I'd probably say it's almost a relief. I've been running around uh, to different workplaces for the last five years at least. Um, but then uh, it was, li- I, I mean, it's been Lippert, Guildford, Farnborough. I've been, it, it's just lovely to be able to walk to work, to be around um, in, in my hometown, as you say, but also around my family, around my friends. And, yeah, you know, if there's an issue and you're stuck in Farnborough and you're at work, it's just, it's just a stress I feel that's gone now. And I can, I can come back home and, and enjoy myself around, you know, the people that I grew up with and the people that I care about. It's lovely. It's really there's nice. There's a real buzz and excitement here this yeah, morning. Yeah, that was my kid crying. Sorry oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but there Joff really frightened is. her. I think <laughs> we, yeah. With everybody okay. looking forward to this, this season coming up, you know, yeah. there's a real excitement about the pool being open and getting back to sort of normal if if we dare right. say that yeah normal would be nice wouldn't it mm-hmm. uh, but i think that's that's the big attraction here being outside uh in the nature in the fresh air uh and being able to come for a swim and uh, you know whatever you're you're looking for i guess if you want to lose a bit of weight if you're a you're a regular swimmer if you're a triathlete if you're you know you just enjoy getting in the water i think it's we've got something for everyone um and there's there's the dive through as well the little cafe there so even if you didn't want to come for a swim you just want to come for a cup of coffee or get something to eat you know just come in and and have a chat with us we're going to be here it's a nice friendly bunch that we've got here that it's it's a safe environment but it's a friendly environment and um yeah we just want to be that that place in petersfield where you can come and have maybe make some nice memories you know um but yeah very excited about the season for sure and what's what's your hopes and dreams for the year um, well, probably similar to what I just spoke about. I, I want to make an environment that's really comfortable, uh, friendly. Um, uh, that's what I'm going through now. I'm, I'm uh, recruiting our, our lifeguard team and our duty managers. Some of them are here now if you want to have a chat with them. You may have done already, actually. <laughs> um, but I think that's really important to be able to connect with people um, and feel happy and, and safe in an environment. Uh, Really, to be honest, the, the focus has been on, on safety, making sure all the systems are safe and I've had my head in folders and horrible maintenance manuals. That's what it's been for now. So for this first year, I'd say it's about making sure everything's in place and then we'll see where we go from there. Um, I'll, I'll listen to, to all of our users, see, see what they want to see at the, at the site, at the, at the pool, because obviously we're here for, for the local community and, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? And will you be doing much swimming yourself? Oh, yes. Um, I haven't swum as much as I'd like to, although I've always had the opportunity. This being an outdoor pool, I absolutely will commit <laughs> to swimming uh, on a regular basis. And, you know, it's, I can finish a shift and I can jump in the pool. It's perfect. Well, I've committed to coming to an early morning swim with Claire, because Claire's a swimmer. I'm not. Right. Uh, but she, she has, she's talked me into coming in to an early, early morning swim one time. It's nothing better. You know, you, you, you feel like you've got one up on everyone in, for the rest of your day because you've had your workout. Claire's nodding. Uh, and, and you just, you know, you, you're 
you know, you're swaggering around thinking, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm the man. <laughs> I've done it. I've had my workout. I, I haven't swaggered in years. <laughs> He's lying. This could be your year job. <laughs> <laughs> no, lovely. Do it, please. Yeah. Now, I've also heard rumours that potentially the pool might stay open a little bit longer than the summer season to continue with some cold water swimming. Is that what you like then, Claire? Is that what I, you want? Well, yeah, I do like a bit of cold water swimming. <laughs> yeah, it's very popular, actually. Um, I think the triathletes probably get in there. But lots of people um, like it. I think they feel maybe they can push themselves a bit harder when it's colder. Um, a lot of people, I've, I've heard it today, that the colder the better. But yes, we'll be looking at probably the second half of September and early October. That's... I don't want to say that's set in stone, but that's what we often do and what we'll likely do this season. Yeah. Lovely. I remember coming here for a New Year's Day swim Ooh. a number of years ago wow. with, with one of my daughters. <laughs> and actually, she stayed in longer than I did, and it was cold, it was cold. But oh, like you said, you've got that great feeling yeah. of, I mean, maybe not at the time, <laughs> but coming out, you get that great sort of right. sense of just you've done something amazing, and it just makes you feel good, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I should have said, actually, there's a week of cold swimming at the start of the season as well. So from the 30th, we're going to be slowly upping the temperature to 26, 27 degrees, but it will start uh, a fair amount lower than that to begin with. So if you are one of those cold water swimmers, come along from the 30th, and you'll, you'll have a nice time. Do people here, uh, do you recommend that some people if they want to could wear wetsuits in the pool Absolutely. I mean I know that's not necessarily great because of the chlorine with the, the wetsuit itself but do people do that here for yes and uh, uh, we've, we've got a new session uh, actually I'm not 100% sure it's new but we're doing a, an under five session once a week and we'd recommend you know, kids especially to wear a rash vest or a suit a swimsuit and the same thing you know if, if you do feel the cold absolutely you know we say that to our, our kids who come for swimming lessons if, you, if your kid feels the cold, get them in a, a rash vest or, or something, because then they're going to make it's going to be a lot more enjoyable for them. They're going to get a lot more out of it. Uh, it's just common sense, really, isn't it? But yeah, it doesn't doesn't worry us. If if you want to wear a suit, no, go for it. It's good to talk to you, Tom. Thanks so much for taking the time out. It's a pleasure. Nice to see you both. Thank Thanks. You. Cheers, Tom. Okay. The Peapod Events Guide: What's on in the Petersphere? If you like to walk and talk while enjoying Petersfield, then the new group Social Strolls could be for you. Join volunteers from East Hampshire Community Rail Partnership at the hub at the railway station on Sunday the 17th of April at 2pm. The walk will last approximately an hour with free refreshments including Easter eggs at the hub. For more information or to let them know you'll be joining the walk, call 079-88-043-870. Sky Park Farm will be hosting two more dinner series at the Grazing Rooms on April the 22nd and May the 20th. To take part in this five-course tasting menu paired with local wines, go to the Sky Park website. The Spirit of Music Festival is back this year, taking place in May starting on the 7th with a string workshop and family concert in Lys and ending on the 21st with a lively concert from Unicorn Frequency and many more events in between. More details and ticket information can be found at spiritofmusicfestival.org.uk. Strood Village Hall is hosting regular coffee mornings on Mondays from 10 until 12. Pop in for a hot drink and a slice of cake. For further questions, please contact manager at strudevillagehall.org. Tickets are now on sale for the Winton Players production of A Bunch of Amateurs. Taking place from the 28th until the 30th of April at the Festival Hall, evening performances start at 7.30 with a matinee at 2.30 on the 30th. 
To purchase tickets, go online to the Winton Players website or in person from the Festival Hall or One Tree Books. If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. You can choose from a selection of great programmes which are available to listen to on demand or tune in to the brighter mix of music, local news and weather. There's a new episode of Generation Green to now listen to with new presenters Olivia and Mia too. This month they visit Gretton Primary School to find out more about their forest school and ask environmental activists their thoughts on the recent film Don't Look Up. To listen to this episode from Generation Green and other programmes, tune in to shineradio.uk. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And to find out more about local events, go to shineradio.uk forward slash events. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. We've met a couple of people who love coming here to the open air pool. Would you like to introduce yourselves? What are your names? Hi, um, I'm Ava. Hi, I'm Freya. Hi, Ava and Freya. You've come here to this morning to the pool for the meet and greet. What are you looking forward to about this year at the pool? Um, swimming. Swimming. Yeah, that's what it's for. I'm looking forward to doing swimming lessons again because I did it last year. Same. Ah, okay. Do you come here most summers then? Ah, uh, I only did it last year. Yeah, I've been here quite a few times in the summer. And what do you like about the pool? Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like using the diving board. Oh, me too. Do you? It's not too scary because it's quite deep. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your favourite stroke? Is it front crawl, breaststroke, backstroke? Uh, breaststroke because it's easy. I like front crawl because it's basic. Basic. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps you afloat. And do you come here for parties? We're supposed to have a pool party and barbecue here at the end of the year. Oh, okay. Are you finishing school then? Are you? Yeah. What year? So you're in year six. Yeah. What school do you girls go to? Hi, junior school. Okay. Yeah. You I'm, both? In, I'm in year five. Okay. Brilliant. Well, lots of fun coming up then here at the pool for you two. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very much for talking to us. Um, okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> there are a wide variety of swimming lessons you can choose from at this gorgeous heated pool. Bookings are now open for the 2022 swimming season and Lynn Helliwell joins us with all the details of what's on offer. Hi, Lynn. Hello. So we offer swimming lessons for all children that are currently in school um, uh, based on the Swim England Learn to Swim programme. Uh, initially factoring in children's experience of deep water so we hope to get them all in the right place and safety in the pool. Um, experienced team of teachers, I myself have been teaching here for well over 10-15 years um, and if you have an inquiry for swing lessons then pop me an email, uh, all the information is on the website and then I will call you back so please include your telephone number and then talk about your children's experience and recommend which group that um, you would be able to put them in. We run lessons in term time on a Monday night and a Thursday night between 5.30 and 6.30 depending on the group the children are in and we have our summer intensive courses which are hugely popular and a great way for you to see amazing progress because they come every day for 10 sessions and they're in the mornings and there are two two-week intensive courses and one one intensive course. But again, if you are interested, email in, I'll call you, give you all the dates and how to book. So how, I, 
How excited are you that the season's just about to open again? Very, very, very excited, can't you tell? <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a fantastic place to learn to swim. Being in the fresh air, whatever the weather, okay, um, is, is just a great experience. And we have many, many uh, parents returning year after year. Some that came first year last year have already been in contact to book their children in again. Um, so, yeah, very popular, and I can't wait to get going. The only time we stop swimming is if there's lightning. Of course. <laughs> it is a lovely pool. It's, yeah. it's quite a deep pool. And when you said about making sure that the le- lessons are right for the right ability, yeah. does that make are some children quite scared about the depth of the pool here? Yeah, some children can be. Um, but we really try to build their confidence getting deeper. So even if they were in a shallow end group, not a complete beginner, but the next stage up, there will be times when we take them down to the deep end on a woggle or noodle. Um, uh, people will know what I'm talking about there. And bring them down, build their confidence in deep water and teach them you know, personal uh, life skills as well, personal safety. And do you do swimming lessons for adults here? We do do swimming lessons for adults um, on a one-to-one basis at the moment. We, there aren't, we haven't actually done group lessons for adults as yet. Um, uh, but definitely a one-to-one or a one-to-two lesson with one of our teachers is, is very much available and was quite popular last year as well. So you do swimming lessons here at the port. Are you busy over the winter as well when the, when the pool's shut or do you take a, take a breather? So I personally teach um, swimming uh, throughout the year in a variety of settings. So I do parent and child classes in energy fitness in Alton. Um, I teach for Hazelmere Leisure Centre, um, some of the schools there. And I also teach for Alton District Swimming Club, their beginner classes. And um, I teach for a local school, churches, college. They run a, a swim school as well. And why do you think it's important that children learn to swim? Um, I think it's a life skill. Uh, We're an island. There's a lot of water in our country. Lots of people go abroad with hotels and pools. And sadly, we do here every year where um, a child has um, come into trouble in in water. So if people want to book the swimming lessons, I know they can book it this morning, but when this goes out... Can they contact the pool online? Is that the best way? Yeah, they can um, look on the website and the email address is there. So they just email in and say you're interested in swimming lessons and that will get forwarded to me. And if you enclose your number straight away, I can get back straight away. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Lynn. It's great to talk to you about it and um, best of luck with the swimming season this year. Thank you very much. Now we're joined by a lifeguard here at the pool. Hi, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name's Ethan Matthews. I've been a lifeguard here for many, many years now. And what's attracted you to being a lifeguard here? Um, It's just brilliant. It's nice to be out in the sun over the summer, brilliant weather, great team, and the management's always been lovely. And how often do you you work here during the summer? Um, I pretty much work full-time when I'm back from uni, so... As soon as I'm back after my exams in June, I tend to work at least 30 to 40 hours a week straight through till September. And it's fairly straightforward? You don't have too many issues? No, no, never many issues at all. There's the odd complaint over the summer, but nothing that's completely unmanageable. So most seasons, it always runs smoothly. Do you lifeguard at any other pools, or is this the one and only? I have lifeguarded at other pools previously, but this one always just stood out as a better place to lifeguard so I always came back here and this is the only pool I currently lifeguard. I suppose a nice hot summer out in the open air you can't beat it. You know you really can't Um, being out in the sun is obviously a major perk to lifeguarding (laughs) this pool rather than being an inside leisure centre so 
I think that is one of the main reasons why I would choose to lifeguard here over another pool. Uh, they're a brilliant team and it's always been better than most other pools. I've always got along with the management, all the other lifeguards. It just seems to run smoothly here. And you swim yourself? Um, yes, I used to swim myself competitively um, way back when. <laughs> Not so much anymore, but um, obviously I've still kept up my swimming levels to maintain uh, competency to be a lifeguard. So, um, yeah, I have always swum, but not properly anymore. Just more of a job yeah. role and leisurely sort of thing. So will you swim here most weeks? Um, most yeah, days? yeah. So I'll swim here for all my competency tests, all my um, like introduction things. And normally I'll swim here every two weeks or so just because lifeguards. I'm not sure if it's running the same this season, but we always just used to get to swim for free. So nice. we'd jump in after the shift or something. And to be a lifeguard, is this something you have to be tested on on a, a regular basis? Uh, monthly. We do, um, it's like retraining, but two hours every month we come into the pool and we just run over basic drills. So training in the pool, how to save people, uh, basic CPR stuff and just anything that could go wrong around the pool, like structural integrity, missing children, just standard things that can happen on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's been a funny couple of years here at the pool. What are you looking forward to this year? Um, it's going to be nice having it back at full capacity the entire time, seeing it be busy the entire summer rather than only half the summer because of obviously COVID ruined it a little bit in the previous years. It's going to be nice to see the pool back how it was, how I remembered it when I first started lifeguarding here. And yeah, it'll be brilliant to see it back running normally. Brilliant. Thanks very much and have a great summer. No, thank you. Thanks, Ethan. The P stands for Petersfield. I like going to the open air swimming pool and shopping. <laughs> the Peapod. And that's it for this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to Linda Knitson, Tom Callingham, Lynn Helliwell, John Walker, and Susie Wilde, as well to the buoyant Shine Radio team who support the show and help to put it together. We end this week's Peapod with a new song called Far From You from local musician Joe Johnson. So from Claire and I this week as we dive into the pool. Bye! Bye. <laughs> Where have you gone? What do you do? And what was your name? You left me with nothing I still hear your voice Or is it too far? If we had a choice Or is it too far? You walked in my life And I didn't know you I still don't know why Give me this feeling 
Petersfield Walking Festival is approaching on foot. This is Susie Wilde. The Petersfield Walking Festival includes more than 40 guided walks around our area. And on the 27th of August, you can join me in my Labrador rain for an easy walk from Sheet to Durley Marsh and then beside the river into Petersfield. Find information about all the walks including Shine Radio's Wild Walk in aid of the Rosemary Foundation Hospice at Home at petersfieldwalkingfestival.co.uk Support Petersfield's Shine Radio and the Rosemary Foundation in the Petersfield Walking Festival. Dogs are welcome and I hope to see you on Saturday the 27th of August. <laughs> <laughs> 